First Father's Day without you But honestly I don't know if I'd want you here To see the world like this would probably break your heart And you had been through enough so that won't be fair I still visit your grave like every day I play it off like I'm just gonna chill at the beach Some days are harder than others but none are easy Some days I wonder if I'll ever find my peace This year has not been kind, not even in the least Fighting off this disease, the cops killing us in the streets It feel like the end of days, something happens every week Meanwhile I am trying to be a father to my niece And I look at that as practice, not ready for my own I have too many toxic habits that I need to manage I took for granted everything about myself I accepted but didn't understand And now I see I got them from you I really miss you and really wish you were here to hear it I miss your spirit but know that you always there in spirit that I cherish I remember when the doctor said you had three weeks to live and everything you did from then you did it for us so then you left us as a king surrounded by your family in prayer I wiped a single tear from your eye as we cried and tried to finish off singing this hymn I haven't been the same since then see this would be my first father's day without you and honestly I really wish that you were here I thank God that you were there for my last birthday is it too much to ask for another year? I still visit your grave like every day. Play it off like I'm just gonna chill at the beach. Some days are harder than others, but none are easy. Some days I wonder if I'll ever find my peace. Godspeed. This is not your average radio show. These are not your average radio hosts. And this is not for your average radio listeners. This is Solstice Radio. For creatives, by creatives. Solstice Radio. Hosted by KO, Jen, and Dwight Flo. Saturdays from 8 a.m. on the wave. 94.5 and 93.7 FM. All right, well, you already know the vibe. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, cats, ducks, dogs, aliens, and elderly people. You are tuned in to Solstice Radio on the wave, and I go by the name of KO, a.k.a. King KO in a cut. This episode is a, a special one. I wanted to do something very special for this weekend. It's a very important time for me um, and the gentleman that we have here today with us. Um, oh. Oh. Um, but yeah, man, I, like, I wanted to do this special episode with you gentlemen. Mm-hmm. I have a little thing. I prepared a little thing. You know, I didn't want to just yeah, boy. jump in. All right. We have, yes, we have a plan today, guys. Yeah, we have man. a little plan. Bad you know, that's, that's a little different to yeah, usual. You know, just wing it, but all right. You know what I mean? Um, but before we even jump in, um, y'all probably recognize this voice here. Beat them in the cut. Of yo, yo, yo. Voice Big smoke, what you saying? Big smoke. The gentleman that we have with us today is um, new to the Sources Radio universe but he's been a supporter from time and i appreciate that my brother um get to introduce yourself i said good morning <laughs> what's up guys this is james james ajuda james wavemaker whatever you want to call me gas james. man gas man gas boss <laughs> whatever you want so many names Let's not go back to my secondary school names. What was yeah. your secondary Boy, school? Boy, let's not go there. They just had us not That's Primary school was head. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, because I have a big head, you check it. And you grew, I, I, well, you I grew, grew into yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that wouldn't be the first thing. Secondary school was a next name. Uh, anyway, that was yeah, one of our shows. That's Yeah, man. So right now, it's just, it's just waves. We're just making waves. I that's like all. that. I like that. Big up Solstice. Yeah, man. Long time. Long time. Taking coming, photos you know. for the boss. Long time. You long know. time. You know, yeah, since man. Zen. Yeah. 
Zen coconuts. Coconuts. Yeah. Um, um, where's the spot over there? Orlando's. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah we've yeah. come a long way, you know, we've come a long way yeah, in full man. circle and now we're here. I, I like the vibe that um I for one I'm happy with how far we've come with the whole Solstice Radio vibe. The fact that we could even kinda do these kind of vibes. True that. And and the fact that I came out of this whole COVID situation where trying to find a way to like um still build that community even if we weren't able to do the events. Um, even though we're back into it and we're still doing this sources thing, I, I like that we're able to continue to like, you know, foster the community amongst right. us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So um, with that being said, um, that, apart from that common denominator that we have in common here, us being creatives, uh, the other reason I wanted to bring us here together for this very special episode <laughs> is the other, you know, the other special thing that we kind of have in common. Um, and again, like before I even get into this whole spiel, like I didn't want to do this episode and have it be like a somber thing. I wanted it to be a bit of a, a celebration, mm-hmm. if you will. I wanted it to be a, a resource mm-hmm. that we could create uh, to hopefully help others who have had similar experiences like this True but also just to like have the conversation at a yeah, time yeah, like yeah. this that i imagine so must be even you know you check it have experience. everyone's exactly yeah. everyone's dealing with it in different ways and at different levels of of this grief process if you will but before yeah. i even go any further the common denominator here is ladies and gentlemen that each of us here have actually lost our father in some form or fashion i actually call us um, fatherless boys it sounds uh. sad as shit but i love it <laughs> <laughs> sound like a band yeah. <laughs> right uh. you know <laughs> if at any point you know, trigger warning, let me know. But mm. I, I hope that this is an open space that we can kind of just have the conversation. Yeah. Um, but I'd love to start with, I guess, um, who was your father? Introduce, you check it like that story to the people, if you will, um, how they passed, if you're comfortable giving that story mm-hmm. and how it has sort of um, affected you thus far. And I guess that third question is a lot more all-encompassing and we'll delve a little bit deeper into that. But at least I'd like to like, you know, set the stage with that. Okay, cool. Uh, Who'd like to go first? Big Smoke. Big Smoke. Okay, alright. Okay, so my dad, um, his name is, well, was Beatham Andre Phillips Lessing. Yes, I was a junior. Mm. But I was never meant to feel like a junior. My father never called me junior and anything like that. And he never used to use his first name. It was always Andre. Mm. So, you know, it was Andre beat him, it wasn't me and him and Junior and kind of vibe. Um, my dad was one of those people, you know, um, very loving man, very loud man. He liked to go out, like to party, you know. Um, he used to smoke a lot when he was in his, his youth. Uh, he progressed from cigarette, marijuana, he stopped smoking cigarette. Then he, he was just on his marijuana thing. Then um, he used to be, um, used to walk a lot in the morning. And at this point in time, he had pneumonia because he used to have, um, had a um, uh, bronchitis and different things um, that developed into COPD. Um, you know, he was always trying to cope with it the best as possible. You know, but he always gets sick around Christmas time. I don't know why. I know the change. I guess around flu time or whatever. I know you scratch it real quick. So even when you know I smoking out, I try my best to smoke outside. I'm thinking because you know he can't, he can't actually take in the marijuana smoke or any type of smoke. To be honest. But you know, it still kind of brought us closer, especially because like I would make marijuana oil for him, you know, make some 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 brownies for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, my papa would go trap house with me and, and, and cop some weed and shit, <laughs> like you know. I mean, so that was a vibe. I actually did get to smoke him once, mm-hmm. you know. So that was a cool bonding experience. When he passed, it was just kind of like very sudden, because you know, Amin's got called. I helped him put him on. 
and then from the hospital mom and my sister were in and out around four o'clock maybe but around 12 around four in the morning they told me to go in um and just you know check on him see what's going on went in since the staff had not seen me throughout the night they weren't aware of who i was at the time so at the time i walked in they were um writing up a death report for him but they were talking about it but they didn't realize who you know so like after this, I'm 59 year old man, and this is really clear. And I pull up, and I, I saw him. I see fat line. I say, Ah, that ain't good, fam. That ain't good. So I come, I was like, Who is there for? I was like, Oh, him. They tell me, Oh, hey, hey. switch pan play. You know, she run and touch it. You know, touch. Try and get a pulse. Mm. Oh, come call your mother. I say, Uh, I'm going on there. All right, cool, 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 cool. So I went outside. Um, I saw my sister. I was like, your father died. That's so why I went to the car now. Mm. Check my mother. My mom heard that. You know, they called you inside. She watched me. I watched her. See me. Father died. I said, let's go inside. You check it. Get in there. You know, they tell her what happened. I just, you know, I just watch the papa. Because I might say, wow, watch my father on the bed there. Yes, you check it. My mother come and play. You know, touch him and bail. I said, nah, I'm not going to do that. You know, <laughs> you check it. You did a report and everything. Um, for the most part, um, it's a lot of family, a lot of support, a lot of friends. You know, people who came to the funeral. James, of course, was there. You check it. So you know, it was something like you know, you don't feel the loss like until like maybe weeks after, and then you're you re- sort of alone. Yeah, around, around you. But then you still feel it after that because you now have to feel in. Especially for me, I'm the only male in the house, so now I have to have to fill in a lot of the shoes that he feels and then you realize how big those shoes are. Mm. So it's a situation now of um, <coughs> adjusting, growing, understanding um, your role now and and being appreciative of, you know, the tools he may have left for you. Because my dad is always trying to teach me some shit, like always trying to teach me something from plumbing to ironing to cooking to something. My father always was trying to teach me something, like, you know, always bestowing something upon me. So, you know, like maybe at the time I didn't really get it, like now, as an older person, I feel like, wow, okay, yeah, that's what the boss was trying to prepare me for the future and how to handle the household, how to handle certain different things, you know. Even our last conversation was, was like, it's, a, it's an odd conversation. It was like, um, uh, I'm using condoms. I was like, yeah, man. <laughs> so why you have no wrappers in your, in your, in your, um, your dustbin? I watch me, watch me. <laughs> Say, yeah, just walk on that. Say, yeah, 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 cool, cool, cool. So, you know, like, these kind of conversations, you know, like I used to have my dad and you know, so like we had a very close con- like relationship too, mm-hmm. because like even on in my twenties, like my father sitting down in my house in like in, in the living room, mm-hmm. and I have the door behind him from the outside. Mm-hmm. So now yeah. he he gonna have to go out, I have to pass him. So you know, even when I was in secondary school, my father was gonna give him a kiss before I leave. Mm-hmm. So even though by passing, I gave him a kiss on his forehead. Yeah, that I gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be careful, I cool and you know. So we had a we had a. A, a very good relationship too, you know. So mm-hmm. all these things, um, you know, helping my growth and me being a man uh, of the man I am today and how I handle it, you know, the family and different things. So like, I really appreciate that. And he was always there. So big up him, guys. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, yeah, big up Andre. Big up Andre.
were moving too fast I could see it back then Didn't do cause I still adore you Time and I reckon, still down to kick it. I'm in the Tekken, just so you know I wouldn't lie for the record. She didn't realize that I'm on the record, trying to make this personal, but sometimes I just run into emotion. That's the thing about emotion, that's why I hate being too emotional. Cause even when it's over, I'm still wishing you would come over. Cause we gon' stay this even if you feel hearted. We gon' stay this even if you want go. We gon' stay this even if it gets harder. We gon' stay in hopes that it goes far. See the thing about emotion, that's why I hate being too emotional. Cause even when it's over, I'm still wishing you would come over. We gon' stay this even if we feel hearted. We gon' stay this even if we want go. We gon' stay this even if it gets harder. We gon' stay in hopes that it goes far with you. Yo. My dad, Joseph Ajuda, he wouldn't want me to say his middle name. Because <laughs> you know, you know, super people, you know, back in the days, they'd give you a middle name. Your nickname come yeah, like your middle yeah, name, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. But I mean, right down to his ID, that is middle name. And if you're to go down super, you know, and you ask anybody for, for Joseph Ajuda, mm-hmm. a lot of people will not know that. But if you say, where's Slinger? <laughs> Slinger. Everybody knows Sling. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm. <laughs> you know, that's just how it was. But yeah, Mike, my, my dad, my dad, boy, my dad was an amazing man. My dad was an amazing man. Um, you know, he was born here in St. Lucia. When he was nine years old, they sent him to England to become a doctor. Yeah, that never At happened. Nine At nine years old. You know, that was the thing back in the days. Yeah, you know, yeah, you send yeah, your yeah, children yeah. overseas. 
Because my dad was born Yeah. So you know, send them overseas. So it's time to become a doctor. That never happened, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> thankfully, over there, he met my mom. Nice. You know, um, and then eventually, my dad was doing. Um, he had a security business in England, and that's what he was doing. But we came to we came on vacation to Saint Lucia like when we were kids, and he was just like, you know what. I want to come back to St. Lucia eventually and stuff. So we went Dominica first because my mom's family is from Dominica. So we went there as well. And then we came here for like a trip. And then like my father said, you know what? Eventually that's the plan. But it took three years to convince my mother. <laughs> but you know, eventually sold the house in England and stuff. And yeah, we, we moved we moved to St. Lucia and thing. Ah, so you lived part of your childhood yeah in born in england born okay, in england all okay. of us all like my brother and my sister as well okay. and yeah so we were we were in england and like for me it wasn't so bad um for my sister it wasn't so bad it was a little harder for my brother he was old and thing okay, yeah, yeah, more yeah yeah but you know we came across and he did the same work and during security systems so much so my father got to be known as the godfather of cctv of cameras and thing because mm -hmm. He was one of the first to do it here in St. Lucia. And then from there, you know, he would always be going back and forth in the UK. Now the UK is really advanced in, in charge of like security systems. Yeah. So, you know, he had good relationships. So he had relationships with companies like Panasonic and Sony and these kind of things. So, you know, he was, he was always in the know and he would always bring that technology here. And eventually the company did so well that he was able to do it around the Caribbean. So when I left school, I was working with him. Like I, I studied um, computer maintenance and systems engineering and I was just like, you know what, that's what I want to do. Mm. And I just worked with my dad like one time. So apart from that fatherly relationship, you know, we also had that business relationship right, right. where, relationship. you know, I was traveling the world with him too. So it, yeah, that got us really, really close and stuff. And then even when, you know, eventually I decided to start my own business and stuff, you know, he was still supportive. He was still supportive because at the end of the day, he was technically a photographer too because, you know, he had his, his cameras, mm -hmm. he, had his, he had his big VHS mm -hmm. camera too, mm -hmm. you understand, all family vacations he was capturing. Yeah. So that love really grew from what me seeing him do that all the time I was growing up. I mean, thankfully now I can, I can look at all our family vacations, so many aspects of our life because we just have tons of albums because my father was always taking pictures. And then now, you know, it just came natural with regards to photography and security systems. You know, it kind of goes hand in hand because you have to understand light and so on and so forth. So yeah, my father, my father, he was a really hard worker as well, very religious very religious yeah my dad my dad was a jehovah's witness so you know he takes that very serious door-to-door -door, you know helping people you ever do the door-to-door -door? yeah yeah man really yeah man yeah man and my yeah my pops it was it was it was a very it was very serious when it comes to that you know um but yet still i wouldn't say i had a strict upbringing you know, some persons might say, yeah, well, you're so hard in a religious household. But I, I, do, I do feel that way. I, maybe it's, you know, middle child syndrome, they call it. You know, I had a little more leeway. You had a little more leeway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I could do a little bit more. I could go different places, mm, mm. you know. And then my sister being younger, of course, she can't really do that. Because, mm. you know, you're the girl of the family. Yeah, after, yeah, yeah. She was more protected. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. You know, and then, of course, my brother being the oldest. Ah, you can't do that. <laughs> you know, so... Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, for me, I feel like, yeah, we grew up in a very loving, 
you know, household. You know, my parents were together, like, they got married in 1978 and they were together a good few years before that. So, you know, but yeah, losing him has been very, very difficult for me. Very difficult. Um, and it's just, boy, life's just so weird because I just remember, like, before, like, being at your dad's funeral and stuff, the feeling, like, I will have, you know, being there for you, right? It's like more like a just, I dare for you, Gasa. Yeah. You understand? But you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gasa, be, yeah, being now like somebody else that might have lost their father like in the past year, there now is a different. Mm-hmm. It's a different mm-hmm. situation. It's a different. No one could situation. really like explain yeah. that yeah. that. Yeah. that exact feeling yeah. to you without truly experiencing yeah. it. And even like this is the way like you always message me, um, you know, sometimes Rajas were like, you know, just like the way we can relate now based on that. It's it's just something like the, the norm is just to say, you know, be strong and all of that. But that, that, that that's not that's not really happened. I mean, I remember last year, um, Easter time, yo, I'm driving down Sufre, that was like a great weekend. I spent it down Sufre, great time and stuff. Yo, I bet you know already curfew was like three o'clock, four o'clock or something. So I driving home from Sufre. I good, you know. I enjoy myself. I sing in windows down and Gaza one song come on. Earth wind and fire. Mm. I think it's was it September? Mm. Yeah, sir. I just was crying uncontrollably, you know. Bro, <laughs> like I, no control. I couldn't listen mm-hmm. to Tracy Chapman fast car yeah. for like two years. Bro. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's that's our song. So it's mm-hmm. like yeah. when I used to hear this song, I used to trigger me. So I yeah, man, like, pretty much yeah. anything Frank Sinatra. Yeah boy. Yeah. You see? And even sometimes like, you know, my father's a big jazz lover too. Yeah. So you know, jazz and jazz funk. That Ooh. was his thing, so. So you know, just hearing these songs sometimes is very difficult, very mm-hmm. difficult. You know, but yeah, I mean and what the, the, the thing I'm grateful for is our last conversation, you understand? Like again, I don't live home and, you know, um, when I talked to him last, it was a few weeks before at a funeral, right? And, you know, he was just telling me, like, you know, things going good and all of that. And like, you know, frankly, like our last words were, you know, I, I love you, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I, I just grateful I got that, mm-hmm. you understand? I grateful I got that. And it was just, it was just so, so ironic because the night before he died in December, that was December the 6th, he died. The night before we're doing a pod, uh, not a podcast, uh, like it was some Zoom interview um, with someone. Like them conferences. Yeah. yeah. And you know, like it was, uh, what's the, the group's name? Um, Girlfriend's Corner, that's she and all of them. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, yeah. Right? So... They were like interviewing me, asking me like about relationships and asking me about like my parents and stuff. So the night before, I see like I, I, I was talking about my dad, you know, and I yeah. talking about the relationship we have with my mother and thing. Asa. And then, you know, go to sleep now. Asa. Go to sleep. I seen five o'clock in the morning, my sister gave me some missed calls and thing. Yeah. So it just turned out he was having some chest pains. My sister took him to the health center up north. And he was fine, eh? Because he was out and about and everything. Yeah. Took him to the health center. Felt a little relief. Then, as he was leaving, he started to feel a little pain again. He left. But as he's leaving, they were just like, you know what? Let's just take you to the hospital. Took him to the hospital and thing. And then they said, you know what? They'll just keep him in and stuff. And he was fine. 
you know, send pictures and everything. You talking to my mom, you talk my sisters there. So when it got to like about like one, two o'clock in the morning, like my sister went home. You know, see him in the morning. He texts my mother like two in the morning and say, I love you, or whatever, I'll see you soon and thing. And like five o'clock in the morning, you just get a call. Yeah. That is it. Just like that. So my sister called me and thing, and I was just like, yo. She's not telling me what's happened. So I live, you know, in the north. So cut down there. Because they live literally just by the hospital, right? By the tunnel side. So anyway, I get there, Gasser. I like Lydia is trying to stop me. And she's like, yo, I was like, get out of my way. Where is my father? <laughs> That's it. Open the door, yo, to see my father there like that, bruh. I don't think I've ever cried like that in my life, yo. Bruh. I don't think I've ever cried to see to see him there and like bruh. Mm. That wasn't easy. That wasn't easy. What and did you they see my see mother there? Well, you know, like, they, at first they were just like heart attack and thing, yeah? But it's like, you know, you still have to do autopsy and all that kind of thing. So, anyway, when I was time for the autopsy and thing, they did the autopsy, something called pulmonary congestion, and like a fluid in the lungs kind of thing. But I'm just thinking to myself, yo, the man was going for regular checkups in the UK. You know, he was going to, going to the doctor here. <clears throat> so I'm thinking to myself, like, how could that happen, yo? The man was doing everything he had to do. Him. You know, he yeah. was he was not he was not smoking, he was not mm. drinking, you know, yes. he was trying to eat healthy, he was trying to do a little bit of exercise and stuff and you know, I'm thinking about myself, wow. So and, and like the guy who did the autopsy, like yo, the man apologized and he was just like, yo, he's just like, I sorry, it's like sometimes people just want something dramatic, but it's like that's just natural. So I'm just like, You mean to say there's nothing you could have seen? Like say beforehand we could have seen would have been able to, and it's, it's just like a natural cause thing. It's like, maybe they could have put like a little valve or something, but then how do you detect that? But boy, what to do, you know? And then, I mean, like your, your, your other question you asked is like, how, how have I coped since then? It's just, it's just a case of like embracing the emotion. Eh? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like 100%. I just, like I'll tell anybody, yo, just feel, mm -hmm. just feel everything. Yeah. You know, I will go for his, his, his um, photos. I mean, <laughs> like I just, I just put endless photos in like a shared folder and thing, and like I just go and watch it every so often, and you know, just start different pictures I might come across, and uh, you know, I just like to watch his memories, the yeah. videos, his dancing. I love to dance. You all know I love to dance. Yeah, yeah. And he's somebody he, he loved to dance. Yes, he loved to I dance. Like to yeah, man. Mm. Yeah. Like taking a picture, but yeah. Yeah. my yeah. dad used to love karaoke. Like he yeah, was a, yeah. a karaoke you champion. Karaoke, yeah. Yeah, but you, 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 you <laughs> just sing like yeah, yeah damn. Yeah. And then, well, my phone got like after he, he passed, I lost my phone and. I was using his phone, mm -hmm. and this man took a lot of pictures of himself. So often, yeah, like, yeah. I just go through the pictures, like, wow, watch. Yeah. yeah. No, you have to back it up. Eh? Yeah. It's you have to back a, it up. A selfie um, video, and he did. Uh, and he just struggled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you say you just have to feel it. You have to go through it. You have to um, feel the emotion and, and ride it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ride the wave. Yeah, yeah. It's literally someone once told me recently, actually, that mm -hmm. it's, it's quite literally like wavelengths in music. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like Facts. sometimes that's a good, high, that's a good comparison. Low, but yeah. instead of trying to like go right through it, you had to really smash just. Those smash through. Those smash through. You have to ride it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You're now tuned in with your boy Tone of the Solstice Radio, man. Rocking with my peoples. KO, New Fuji's, Nate, and all of them. Shout out to all of St. Lucia, man. You know what it is. You're about to listen to my new single called Glory featuring the legendary Cardinal Official, man. You know what I'm saying? Holding that Scarborough flag extremely high. Mind them is on a different speed. time it is. No time it is. Yeah. Say this done started with a dollar and a dream. They done sold me that. Lord sent me a sign that ain't Zodiac. Everybody turn it back. It's a quiet place. It's stuff where lonely at. Learn it all slowly. I wish somebody had to show me that. Get I got blessings. Hallelujah. This is glory racks. Manifest anything that you want up in your habitat. Story up. Talk about where you last saw me at. Couple dime pieces. Couple bottles. Burrow starter. Money, we actually racket it up, it ain't no salary cap Stop complaining and put that pain in that See, we got involved, yeah See, we got involved, yeah See, we got involved, yeah Taking the L, cause all the winners take it all, yeah Ten toes, always standing tall here But ain't no laws here Straight up time to be an open bar here Just kicking back in them foreign cars here Them be them guard years, glory do this on God's will, I do it for the glory Never on stand still, I do it for the glory Denzel in the field, I did it for the glory Never on stand still, I did it for the glory With this verse, every day is like a Sunday service My city baptized by fire, words can never hurt us There can never be a drought when you supply the dope Millionaires depressed cause they ain't know all I supply the hope My good intentions make you think that I supply the woke you, I supply the scope. Rarely collect my paper in an envelope. This roster better than the whole roster of Interscope. Island boy, but my whole catalog's a Def Jam. Married to the game, but she unfaithful with the best man. Cheated on me once with all this glory. Have a thinking twice. Billboards everywhere you look with my face. Have a talking nice. I bought Chanel for every Chanel that I couldn't date. I made it rain, but the money fell into real estate. Should have thought long term like Howard in a with Basquiat aesthetic Better credit, I stay indebted to God first And if you let it, you will be a big man in a small hearse He has said it, rarely do I edit clothes I finally threaded, manifested magnificent moments Multiplied with merit, money make a slave But the glory make the mission sweet I'ma cut above and guarantee that the incision deep The devil's a liar and these leaders ain't telling the truth I am like Malcolm X, setting fire to Dr. Seuss Glory this is not your average radio show. These are not your average radio hosts. And this is not for your average radio listener. This is Solstice Radio. For creatives, by creatives. Solstice Radio. Hosted by KO, Jen, and Dwight Flo. Saturdays from 8 a.m. on the wave. 94.5 and 93.7 FM. Stop not being ha- um, happy or force not being sad or you you putting more pressure on yourself. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be there, so might as well just go for it mm-hmm. and try and write out the best as, best way possible. Honestly, like yeah. don't don't try and overthink the situation. Like I, honestly, I, what happens to me is I see him in dreams, but every time I see him in dreams, I start to cry. Mm-hmm. And I wake up next morning, I cry. Mm-hmm. I never talking to him. Only yeah. the last time I I I spoke to him, I don't remember what we said. 
I ain't Christ. You know what I mean? Watch the boss and see what he's telling me. Yeah. 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 I have a little picture of him by my TV every so often when mm. I edit or something. I was watching him. I say, Joe, what are you saying there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have, <laughs> you to, have to include him in it. Yeah. That's why it just is it's a way. And the thing is, like, you can't you can't really stay down and I'm sure you guys can understand at a hundred because as soon as that happened, like all three of us were literally thrown into a situation now where we have to provide for, you know, our moms, mm -hmm. you understand? Mm -hmm. My sister too there now. Mm -hmm. You understand? And we've had to we've had to, you know, really hustle together to to, to, to get things done. Yeah. But it took it was a process because after somebody dies, especially the man at the house. Bruh, bruh. It's so difficult in St. Lucia. Very difficult. Especially in St. Lucia. Like the, the logistics yeah. behind things of that nature, yeah. I don't think a lot of Nightmare. people yeah, like, yeah, yeah. who aren't in was, that situation really can really relate with it. It's, it's something else. Like the yeah. death certificates, the, the changing of names, and if yeah. you. Yeah. account situations. That, 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 and think of, just think about it. Like, you know, if you, if you don't have access to bank accounts because you, you're waiting for a probate. Sure, yes. So you understand? You have no access to certain things and you still have to be looking like, yo, that was yeah. like a very difficult time because you're dealing with loss. And then and having it, to you know? the stress yes, of the logistics yeah. of it. And now having to handle yeah. businesses, you will never even fully aware of exactly. the function of how it works. And we in COVID, all of our industries are affected. Yeah. You understand? It, I, I already have a household. I stand, and now I have to try and help out another household. household. You understand? Mm -hmm. But you know, my my sister is very resilient, a real hard worker too. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we, myself and her, we really pull together, and you know, we mm -hmm. we're in a position to. now. We know that mom is good. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and that's that's the best thing. Mom is good. Once mom's good, yeah. we just want her comfortable. I say, don't matter. I say, like, it could be, like, yo. We'd have a dollar between us, guys. Let's make sure mom happy, guys. Yeah. You understand? And that I just know my sister has the same kind of thinking like me, right? So, yeah, that's that's the main thing because to be with somebody for so many years, yes, yo, and to not have them is very difficult. I think that's something that yeah. um. In going through this whole process, I took for granted a yeah, little bit yeah. because I was so caught up in like my own grief Facts. for part of it that I did not take for I did not take into consideration how hard it must be for the other people in my family that yeah, had different yeah. type of relationships, relationships with him, yeah. which I get like especially my Facts, mom Facts. who lived the majority of her yeah. life with him. My father met my mom when she was eighteen, mm. and yeah. they were together until they got married relatively late. But I mean, I was, happy. I was the best man at the wedding, so you know. Um, wow. and, and I can tell too, because even when she speaks to me about my relationships, she's like, I don't understand. Um, you know, Andrea and I are like, Mom, very few people meet the first person they love and save them for the rest of their life. Like, you, you're not normally. You're again at this so, yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean yeah, it's, it's, it's true. Yeah, yeah. You all got together and you all just, you all, and I always tell people, you have two options in love. Either you fall in love and then it ends, mm -hmm. or you die in love. Mm. Yeah. That's just what, that's it. So, mm -hmm. you know. So, right, but she goes out, her friends are already there for her. Mm -hmm. They go out a lot, they, um, they, they, they do a lot of things. I'm surprised she's home right now, to be mm -hmm. honest. Like, my mother goes out more than me sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's good because my mom and dad used to go out a lot together. Like, yeah, I used to go yeah, breakfast yeah. with my mother and father and different things. It's true, you know? it's true. My father <laughs> giving me a drink and then, you know, we drink it every nice. day and ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I actually saw some pictures today of the three of us at a breakfast fest, just, you know, laughing and chilling. Mm. And it, it was like, I'm, I'm happy I had these kind of relations with my, my parents. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, a lot of people don't get that. And, um, you know, 
big up everybody involved in that too still, you know. Mm-hmm. Like family is a real thing and we have to ensure, like James was saying, like, we have to be there for the people and understand from their point of view. Like yeah. I always say, if my dad died when I was in my 20s, I'd be a different human being. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Absolutely. I'd be, I'd be. Yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. be a, oh. It was even like, just like last night, like I went by my mom and thing, and it's just like, you know, sometimes, you know, you could tell someone she just needs to talk. You know what I'm saying? She just needs to talk to someone, someone. Yeah, you know? But, you know, my mom, she still keeps busy. She still keeps active and thing now, which I'm sure was difficult for her at first. But, you know, now she's able to, like, you know, she didn't want to drive and stuff before. But, you know, now, you know, she's able to do a lot more, which is good and stuff. So that's, that's like a huge blessing. But, you know, they say it gets better with time, but I see that yet. And well, <laughs> that's the thing, too. I don't know yeah. if it necessarily gets better with time. I don't think that pain, I guess, from personal experience, I don't think that pain ever really truly goes away. But it, it continues to evolve and it, it continues to, like, in a way, serve different purposes once you let it. Yeah. Because um, for me personally, and this, I guess, will segue into my next question of, I guess, how dealing with that grief affected you psychologically and like even just moving forward with your own relationships because i found like say for instance my dad passed in 2019 so my dad's name was gilbert martin salton um i will give you i will give the middle name because he was very proud of it <laughs> you check it um and i was named after him in a way my name is philbert i'll give his story <laughs> but, really. okay, okay, uh, okay. my name is philbert but it's spelled with a f right because i was born on the 6th of september so a b c d E F. Wow. That's what it'll be, my brother. <laughs> That's deep, yo. Filbert. All right. So I could, have, if I was born on the seventh <laughs> or the eighth <laughs> or the twenty, so yeah. it could have been a whole different. Like I a Gilbert. Be, uh, I could have been Lilbert, <laughs> Gilbert. I could have been. I could. It would have been mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but big up the boss right, for creativity. My parents just do some things even. And uh, you know what? I've had this conversation with my mother for yeah. allowing that to happen. Oh my god. But it That's, makes for a great story. Yeah, better than most, because you know. I got I got I got beat up for my name when I was growing up. Mm. But now I love it because I there I you go it. yeah but, yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, <laughs> Gilbert Martin Sultan, um, you know he was he was a very creative person. He was into media. He had a radio show on the radio, similarly to this. Oh, wow. okay. Funny enough, um, he worked with right. He he worked with Yellow Pages for some time. So he traveled a lot throughout the Caribbean. Um, he had a, sh- a show on HTS before it was HTS. He did a lot of incredible things in media and. It's again, we'll talk about this a little bit more because even as we continue to have this conversation, I realize like the parallels in the paths that we have sort of taken and the, the legacy that our yeah. fathers have, have left behind. But anyway, I digress. Um, came back in 2019. Um, I just come back for a little bit of time. I was planning to just be there for like six weeks or whatever. I just yeah. come to like recalibrate, get my thing together and then head on out. And then while I was home, um, my dad started to have this like back pain right that he wasn't really talking about he was just moving a little different around the house um he was resting longer he would stay in bed a lot longer um but he still wasn't saying anything until one day my mom saw he was trying to get like a pan under the under the thing right and he just could not he just could not get to it he could not bend over nothing right Mm -mm. and then my mom was like yo what's what's going on like there's clearly something wrong with you so i guess as many men they they tend to be a little apprehensive to actually go to the doctor get them things checked you check it me too me too 
um, but anyway, we booked the appointment, we went to the doctor, and then we had discovered that, um, well, he had, he had cancer prior to that, that we had sort of had under control. So it was in remission, right. but it came back, it was prostate cancer, and it had already um, progressed to his bone marrow. So it was already sort of in there, in there right? And then um, right from there, it was, it was kind of a blow. Um, we did solstice this Sunday yeah. at Orlando's. And no, not this Sunday. We did solstice, what, the Thursday? Thursday, yeah. And then the Saturday morning, I flew out to Trinidad with my dad. And we went to the doctors there. And um, yeah, they, there for some of the... You understand? Yeah. And then there we got the full diagnosis. Um, I, remember, I remember sitting there with the doctor and asking the doctor after he explained everything to us and everything. And I asked the doctor, all right, boss, so... Given all of the information that you've given me here right now, realistically, how long does my father have to live? And he told me if it was an Indian, if it was, if it was an Asian, um, I would have said months because they tend to be more resilient with these cancers. But in black men, it's a lot more aggressive. He has about three weeks. So said, so done, he had those three weeks. But within those three weeks was like the most like I got the closest to my dad in those three weeks than I did in my entire life. Um, because my mom couldn't travel at the time, so I was the one with him in Trinidad. Yeah, right. When we got back, I was the one sort of like, with him all there the with him yeah. every step of the way. So within those three weeks, like we built that kind of relationship that, um, it was surreal, man. It was something that I'll, I'll take with me forever. Um, I remember, I remember we went to see him that the day that he passed, we went to see him at the hospital. He was full of life, he was so jovial. Um, I kissed him on the forehead, same way. I went home, um, and then about four in the morning, they called me. It was it was pouring rain. I remember this. We went down to the hey, hospital. Boy, four in the morning, man. I don't know what's with four in the morning, boy. bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what is about that and you time. Know, because of that, it like you see, once that time hits, like four or five in the morning, sometimes just waking up, you know, and it just be on your mind. For you, it, it is more. It is, I, I would, I've gotten calls already at that time for, mm. for something like that from other family members. Mm. I just mean it's not like that. That leaves a scar in your head. You always yeah. think you're gonna get that yeah. call. And then what that cause yeah, now yeah. is like association. So yeah. my dad passed on the 22nd of September, yeah. and I remember that date so vividly because after that, every month mm. around the 22nd mm. of whatever, I just have this immense like. I couldn't even describe it for a long time. It was just like this this big gray blob of mm. like anger and sorrow. Yeah. You check it, I, it was just, it Lots. was hard it's to get around. Loss. You yeah, check yeah. it, um, but it was always there and I couldn't explain it and I would just pull back. You check it, I wouldn't really want to talk to nobody. Yeah, yeah. I'd just be in this old mood and I couldn't explain it. And it was, it used to become so like consuming. And yeah. then it started to get a little better as time passed, as I started to like sort of, um, even just understanding that that concept of association mm -hmm. helped me get past that hurdle of the association. Because you understood what was happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you understand? So like the self-awareness in itself um, allowed me to garner the tools necessary to at least, which I get chip away at it and, and get to yeah, where we got to get to. Exactly what you said. You know, Even but... Um, me, it happened on the 3rd of January mm -hmm. and I went to Uber event, Sunlit. Sunlit, yeah. And um, mm -hmm. Kes couldn't perform because mm -hmm. Kes' father passed yeah, away. Because father, I was like, wow. I remember saying, I was so messed up, and I'm father passed away, boy. 
just the next day for the past Why? Wow. I said, yes, yeah. Yeah, boy. That yeah. was so weird, because I was like, and I sent me about the party, and then I said, you love that party. When you talk about something, you're like, you, you, like you're going back to that day. Yeah. I can do that too, but mm. I just feel like, I understand things like that happen. I understand no parent would want to bury their child, so that has to be the way of cycle of life. You have to bury your parents. That's yeah. just, because your parents would not want to bury you. Yeah, yeah. facts. So, yeah. you know, all these things, my, my mother and my sister, we have a very jovial way of handling it as well. Eh? Mm -hmm. We make a lot of jokes about it just because of the way we are. But um, you know, you have to have the family, you have to have the family, you have to have everybody, like you say, you'll not be able to you'll not get better, but you're able to go for it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with more understanding. Yeah. Like you understand now, I can, even when you're talking about it, like you see that you can see that a lot of anger in that because you just mm. and I can understand that you still have a little bit of that anger. Mm. And you're not gonna let you'll be able to let that go just now. Mm. But when you do, you'll feel it's not, a, it's not about you losing the person. Mm -hmm. It's about understanding that the person has moved on and you have to live your life and you have to live how you would hope they would want you to live. You no, know, because like exactly what you said like about September, like I feel like December, because he died December the 6th, right? And my entire December of 2020 was basically consumed with us just trying to get things sorted out, like his death certificate and all them kind of things and all that. So we didn't get to bury him until the 31st of December. So it was like, wow, yeah, like literally, because like literally nobody wanted to do anything. And if, oi, like, I want to put I nobody, trust me, brother, I want to put no, no certain places on blast here. Yeah? But yo, if it was not for a certain lawyer, right, calling, right? calling i think she's a magistrate and she had to call a certain you know and say yo it's for you all to sign anything right because for myself i just did not want 2021 to come and you see we still here say our goodbyes yet gasser you understand so thankfully we got it done like maybe about like maybe like the 28th for the 27th or something it was just after christmas because you know around christmas nobody wanted to do nothing yeah so thankfully that lawyer big up that person she real help out there right and yeah we were able to do it and my dad you know my dad always was like you know what he always wanted to be cremated so you know that you have to do that down before so you know all the family came and thing and you know the only thing we haven't done yet is what eventually we'll do is he just wanted his ashes to be placed by the Peters. Like yeah, because that's where he grew up. Yeah. That's where he grew up. Margaret Tooth Beach, Paradise Hotel. Yeah, that's yeah. him and my brother's place. Yeah. Him and my, my, my uncle's place. Right? So yeah, yeah it's tough man. It's but tough. how how did this how has this like affected or how did it affect your relationships moving forward? For instance, like in in my grieving process, um, I found that I became very angry. Um, I became very protective of my loved ones, um, but I became viciously protective of my loved ones. You understand? Um, but even even within that, I sort of retracted myself a little bit from those same loved ones that I was so viciously protective of. And it took me a while to even realize that I was doing that, acknowledging it, accepting it, apologizing for the pain that mm -hmm. that, that had caused in itself and forgiving myself through that pain. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's still um it's still very much a process that I'm going through and I, I learn it every day. I am very observant of myself. Yeah. I'm observant of, of how I react and how I respond to certain things, but I am 
very aware that this is a result of me dealing or processing with this grief. Mm-hmm. You understand how? Like, have you guys had similar experiences moving forward? Yeah, man. You just have bouts of anger, and you're like, "Why? What would I upset about? What's the issue? Why would I be upset about saying? Why would things that no longer that before would not have triggered me triggering me now? Mm-hmm. Even too, like sometimes my friends might come through, and you know that mm-hmm. I go on my phone and just chill in a corner. Yeah. 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 I do that sometimes. I still do that sometimes. Mm. I get antisocial very much. But I also understand that when I have the opportunity to be around people, I try my best to showcase uh, uh, the best side of me. That's yeah. why I learned like I can't let mm. I cannot let normal processes of things defeat me. Mm-hmm. Which I get and a lot of times maybe because we're men we try not to talk about our feelings or mm-hmm. whatever. But I, I remember I had a lot of friends that like I was able to like just talk about like yo, mm-hmm. I go through that today and like yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think with me it's yo, I would never ever ever in my entire being ever think that I'd be somebody that suffers with anxiety. Mm. That's just not been me. I know what you're talking right? about. I'm exactly and about. all of a sudden, right? I waking up in the night anxious. There was one time I wake up like a panic attack, I screaming and like just frustration, sir. Like, why he couldn't do something? Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. like, boy, yeah. I, I tell you, I literally scream down the place, like, on a mashup something. I had similar experience, you know? like, early out in the process yeah. as well. And then it's like, you know, like, you're up, and it's just your mind. Your mind is just going, and like, that might, boy, I remember that I used to be able to just sleep fine, guys. <laughs> like, I just, I just find, like, no, guys, You see, if I up, brother, man, I up, you guys, and my well, mind just. I'd you know, anxious. No matter what, I'll yeah. fight to the mm. morning. Yeah, mm. and you're just anxious about so many different things and all that kind of stuff. And like, it's it that has been very difficult for me uh, because you know it's not something I've been used to. You know, um, yeah. And then you know, some yeah, somewhat somewhat depression. You know, yes, somewhat. Wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait, wait. I yeah. me up at yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll be honest. It does. It's, yeah. To this day, it still yeah. does. Yeah. It still does. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like I'm. I'm somebody that I, I. I. try to keep very busy, and you know, I'm somebody I'll not hold back. So I'm not somebody to hold any emotions. I'm not somebody to hold back like how I feel about something. So, like the way we talk in there, like you know, like I just tell my partners, I just, yo, and say, wow. Mr. Alan, I feel a way there, Mr. Like I really depressed there, Mr. Let, let me just link up us, let me do something. Uh, like, like I'm that kind of person, I'll do that, yeah, like, no problem. But it, it still doesn't change the fact that, you know, like, these times, like, you're just feeling, like, yo, emotionally burnt out, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that's that's probably been the main thing. Um, and then there was also, like, a, some disappointment. I mean, sometimes you don't have to take on what people do or do not do, right? But what it kind of hurt because sometimes people that you thought that would would that should be there for you and your family and so on and so forth are not there right and show like if i i know y'all you know let's say i know y'all i know y'all 10 years Monsieur, all right and you all have messaged me and you all have been there for me so much but there are people that's supposed to have been there for a good 40 more. years in my life or you whatever you know mm-hmm. and i'm seeing as i get a message from these people you know, not a, you know, anything or nobody, I nobody ever checking on, on my a, people. A generic, um, except I can do that. Exactly, yeah. Expect at least so, so in that, that, you know? that, that left me kind of bitter, like mm-hmm. very bitter. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. understand? But like, I just tried to play it off. But like, still, like, because a couple of times, like, I'd see these people, like, oh, I heard about your dad. And 
And like, so what, just because you see me, you tell me that, I like just posture it, like, you know, like it's, it's, you know, sometimes you can laugh it off and all of that, but they, they certain people, people I you just like, didn't like expect you just that expect from. expect so much better yeah. from like, you just disappoint yeah. like, are you that doing that? Yeah. Like, so, the, the, basically the reaction from that is basically, is just me recognizing who is there for you, Asa, and who not there for you. And Asa, you don't, you don't always have to reciprocate. You don't always have to be there for everybody, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Right? Those that are there for you, be there. Yeah, you can be friendly and all of that, Gasser, but in terms of sometimes being there for levels. people, yeah, yeah levels. there's levels, levels, there's levels, there's levels. And, it, you know, it's it's difficult sometimes because, you know, I show all of us, Gasser, like, you know, we're all super friendly, we social. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You understand? So Which we added go, a, a yeah. different dynamic to the whole yeah. thing, too, eh? Because it's almost like the grief was a bit public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. You know, when you really like, yeah. and then you're not in control of that. You yeah, might not yeah. even have known come and tell you that, and you're like, oh, okay, you know about Exactly. Right. Best strangers go, go just come and hug you because they know they say, why can't your pops tie there, you know? And they, you I know, know they just hug you. Yeah. And like, yeah. I mean, I, yo, I've got some messages on Instagram, yo, like, people like the world know. But yo, like, in depth messages mm -hmm. where they've lost a parent. Mm -hmm. And they were they just talking about their coping mechanisms. You don't have to share that. You don't have to share that. But it's just it's just human empathy, yeah. Yes, sir. You want to you, you yeah. feel like you want to help. You understand? Yeah. You want to so help. you expect that from our people, but to say guys sometimes these strangers out do it. Not, it just, for me that just goes to show you guys how wonderful we are as humans, guys. That, that that somebody can just see the pain that you're going through and just want to share. Yeah. their experience with you hoping to, it may help yeah, in some hoping way. it may take just that little piece of so, pain away from you to know that yo i'm able to cope that for me is just the beauty of of, of, of being a human being yes sir yeah i think we the three of us are blessed a little more than the rest in that right our fathers right were vocal in our lives right and and really did guide us okay and a lot of a lot of fellas you know you can see our wherever it's our partners on the island wherever anywhere in the world don't have that that kind of strength that the three of us can see for sure that we've had and it it, it has just made me want to be a better man it's made me want to help fellas i know that might not be in the same situation as me to say yo it's okay to express your emotion if you have your child that's a you know, teach your child to express emotion too. Express your own emotion to your child because for me, that has had such a major impact on me. And I'm just thinking to myself, if my father was not like that to me, would I feel the same? Mm. You know, but I, I'm, I'm grateful for that feeling. Yeah. yeah, you understand? Because you can look back, you can look back at sure, and you can remember different situations where, you know, he's talked to you about something, or he's expressed himself to you and like passion. yeah and like and those yes. memories as if i didn't have those memories i mean what kind of person would i be uh, like yeah, I, I i holding on to that i, I holding on to that dad when i was like earlier like 10 years ago mm. i'd have been a, a different i'd person. have been a different mm. individual yeah. Yeah. listen things they just do ring in your ear or things they try to show you or try to mm. impart in you that again too i guess you don't you don't know what you lose until you are, what you have until you lose it yeah it's really that like sometimes you feel like not that they always want to be there, but like always think like you know, if I have to handle that, mm -hmm. you know psychologically that? Yeah. you never think that your parents are going to die. Yeah. You always like you always somehow feel like they're they're superheroes. Like it, it's just an innate subconscious thing where like you cannot fathom mm -hmm. as much as you know it's a reality. Like your your conscious mind 
not fathoming them dying. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's just not possible. So that's something you want to dwell upon. Never, yeah. never, 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 never. My father had a unique opportunity of realizing his mortality before he lost it, yeah. and um, that allowed him to cope with it, but also in his own way, as best as he could, prepare us for his absence mm -hmm. um so he left with he left us with a lot of joy you know he left us with a lot of light he That's left us beautiful. with a lot of like when you think of my father especially in them last few moments when he was when like the average person would look at him and think like wow how are you even still smiling. hopeful oh, yeah. smiling yeah. and then you would walk into that room and he would light the room up mm -hmm. you know what i mean and and because of that i think um I think like I, I see it as my responsibility, as my duty to mm -hmm. to grow from this and not allow this to turn me into someone that I don't recognize or I don't want or to someone be. Someone he would not. Be or he would not be, be proud. Oh, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it. Not, in a, in a, in a, not even in a uh, financial manner, just as a person, like as a exactly. human being. Like, yeah. you just want to be someone your father can be like, all right, I really, you know, I did good with that one. Mm -hmm. Check it. Mm. You know, at the end of the day, guys, that's what we're trying to do, and that's what the guys are always trying to teach us to just be a better version of them, mm. but still yeah. be your own person. Yeah, or they can, incul they can inculcate whatever in you, but you still have to be your own individual. So, yeah, you know, yeah. amen to that. Yeah, let's just try our best to do what we have to do as men, and you know, yeah, man. Yeah, man. remember them well. Um, man, wow, <laughs> <laughs> wow, um. Before we head out, um, cause we're gonna wrap up shortly. But before we head out, it, is there like each of us? I guess like if you had to like leave a message to your dad for like hell no, bro. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. All right, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's just try something else. Try something else. I guess. Um, let's leave. Uh, I just, because I want to be able to like. I, I want people to be, go for it. Alright, alright. Because I want to be able I want this episode to be able to be a resource, a, yeah. a tool to people like that do kind of go through the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Um to uh, to be able to use this to process. So for me personally, like I I still visit my dad's grave. I went to yeah, visit man. it today. Um I did a couple days ago and like I just like talk to him and I talk to him through the waves, right? Like through the highs and through the lows. Um but like one thing that my message to my dad would be, um, I'm still trying to figure it out, but you'd still be proud of me. I wish you were here to see this. Um, and it's crazy how, you check it, I never saw myself following in your footsteps, but your DNA there, regardless of whether I am aware of it or not, so your legacy will always be there. And that's what I leave there. Big up yourself. Come on. That's why I wear my shoes. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me do mine. <laughs> Dad, killer Jew. Yeah, I know I miss you, Pops. I miss you. I just know I got mom, I got Lydia. And trust me, your legacy will always live on, Pops. Just know that I love you and thank you, yes, sir. Big up yourself, Pops. The boss man, I love you. I agree, man. Yes, I see you, man. You see you, brother. You see you, man. Wow. Yeah, my dude. All right, since everybody did their part. Um, wow. Yeah, boy, before me, yeah. Puram, Andre, Bitham.
Daddy, um, thank you for all the lessons you've taught me. Thank you for instilling all what you've done in me, through me, and trying so hard to raise me, right? Um, you know I have mommy, you know I have sis, and you know I'll do my best to always ensure that your legacy lives on the right way and you're remembered for the amazing person you are. Thank you again for all what you've done for me. My dad always used to have this one thing that he will always <laughs> leave me with. Whenever I leave the house, he would always make sure he checked me and he tell me Godspeed. <laughs> yeah. Godspeed. Godspeed. Mm -hmm. So ladies and gentlemen, this is a very, very special episode of Solstice Radio. Um, dedicated to our fathers. I hope this helps anyone yeah, out there man. dealing with similar similar things and um, peace and love. Thank you very much to James and B-Farm. Big up yourself. Big up you. Appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. Nice. This was nice. It's like a little yeah. therapy. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah, and you know, I, I needed it just yeah. as much as, <laughs> as I imagine you guys Some did. Drinks, so. though, well, been I fun. just, you know, uh, that's a bounty I need there. <laughs> yeah, I don't drink uh, that. Check the vibe. But uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this has been Sources Radio. Yeah. King K when it cuts, Sources sounds on the ones and twos. Godspeed. Out of there. Hey, come on. Big up. Yeah. Daddy Eagle didn't get a sheet of parchment paper and write a prayer, his personal prayer. Thank you, God, for who I am. I have to walk in my divine destiny. It's no refuge for the renegades. It's been a winter in St. Lucia just to meditate. Back in the city in time just to levitate and elevate the grind. I keep hearing just a matter of time, losing my mind. Whoa. Part of me might never come back. Trapped by all of these ghosts I left here in the past Bond has never been strong between me and my dad But why'd it have to take a tragedy for us to be a family again? Cause I struggle with that answer Why you struggle with your cancer? My eyes fill up when I think about it But gotta stay composed, got a session later with Ransom Can't let him see you out of control Never see that side of your soul I got a lot on the go Do a lot of it on my own Sadness grown But I'm just glad to be home That's where the heart is At least I'm back to where the art is Out of in the streets Residents of the artists Some of these dudes the hardest But niggas starving So leads your food regardless Energy that they harness Is something I needed Twin peaks like two pyramids Our very own Egypt Third eye open I could finally see it Couldn't believe it Nah It's the renaissance of the real niggas you Gotta build with us To deal with us There's no refuge for the renegades Spent a winter in St. Lucia just to meditate Back in the city in time just to levitate and elevate the grind I keep hearing it's just a matter of time Losing my mind, whoa Killer is so jealous there, uh, How friggin' cool of it, though Anyways, doggy, enjoy it Bless Uh Needed a break from the world I took time for myself I got a lot on my mind A little writing should help Started writing a rhyme Started writing itself My homie started was tight Just the feeling was right it Made sense now Got a new love, I didn't need all the fake friends now Tolerance for the bullshit ends now And if I'm being real, I had people who were more than friends I did wrong, I'm just trying to make amends now I'm sorry, and if I say it, I mean it I hate when people say it and it ain't got the meaning If you ain't gonna talk to me direct from the heart Then why you trying to talk to me from the start? I ain't about it, could do without it It don't get harder than this Sometimes I feel like my heart is just as dark as my lips Whoa Mom, I love you, but I'm still growing up So I gotta see the world, cause I'm still blowing up We making moves, so we still pulling up Man, they said music ain't a safe route It's my only way out I'm talking escape route, trying to build showing up Yeah It's no refuge for the renegades Spent a winter in St. Lucia just to meditate 
Back in the city and time just to levitate and elevate the grind and keep hearing it's just a matter of time. Losing my mind, well. Losing my mind. Losing my mind. Yeah. I don't wanna leave. I don't wanna let this go. But maybe you were right. Maybe I can't breathe So maybe we should let this go Used to tell me that The happy ending depending Where you choose to end The happy ending depending Where you choose to end The happy ending depending On where you choose to end The happy ending depending you, the happy ending, depending where you choose to end. The happy ending, depending where you choose to end. The happy ending, depending on where you choose to end. The happy ending, depending on you.